Welcome to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast, the show that keeps you informed in all things mortgages throughout Scotland. Is it more difficult to buy as a first-time buyer in Scotland is a question that I'm asked quite frequently and today I'm going to give you some insight into the challenges that first-time buyers face and some of the tips that I give my clients in order to assist them buying their first home. So, is it more difficult? So that there are challenges when looking to buy a house, whether you're a first-time buyer or not. But when you're a first-time buyer, the biggest challenge that I see is the deposit, is not having the equity that most people selling houses have got. Now, it doesn't happen all the time, but when people sell houses, they're often making money from them. And they can use this additional money towards buying the house with a larger deposit, sometimes buying a property for more than what it's worth. First-time buyers are having to save in a market where the cost of living is through the roof, they're possibly paying rent, and they're struggling to pay the high rent prices and save at the same time, meaning that their deposit is usually in the 5% region. Sometimes family can help, or sometimes people have saved up a little bit more, but typically speaking, if they're buying with a 5% deposit, it's a really, really big challenge that they're facing right now. Now, there are some schemes out there to help first-time buyers go onto the property ladder. So you've got the lift scheme, for example, where if you're a first-time buyer, the Scottish government can step in and help. This is typically if you are on low income or if you're looking at a house in, in the area that is um, not considered to be of high value but it is a great way to get onto the property market if you can use it. So the biggest challenge that I'm seeing is the deposit and a few of the tips around that that you can consider is that the first one is plan and start planning. So if you're thinking that you want to own your home one day I would consider opening up a lifetime ISA if you don't already have one. You can't use it in the first 12 months to buy a property, but with the Lifetime ISA, the government's going to give you 25% of your savings on top of what you've already got in there. So that's if you saved £1,000, the government's going to give you £250, which is a load of money for free that you can use towards buying your home. So that's the first thing that I would consider is getting that opened up, especially well, only if you're looking to wait at least 12 months to buy your house. What you could also do is if you're renting right now, you could talk to your landlord. You might find that your landlord is also facing um, some price hikes because the mortgage interest rates are rising. The landlord is unable to put your rent up, so they could be at a loss and they could be considering selling. So you could approach them and ask them if they're planning to sell the property. And if so, would they give you a discount? What you can do is the discount that they give you, you can actually use that to contribute towards your deposit. It saves the landlord listing the property in the open market, and it means that you've got a ready-made deposit already there in the property where you're currently living. You know the good things about it, you know the bad things about it, you know the work that needs done, and I'm pretty sure that if you're living in a place where there is a little bit of work done, there's room for negotiation with the landlord over the price. You can also do this with a family member. So if you're buying from a family member, you can do that at a discount and they can gift you the equity as well. I'm currently working with a client just now who is going through this process and her br brother is buying the property from her and he's able to buy the property at a discount. 
The number one tip, though, that I would give is to be prepared. So if you've got your deposit and you've got everything that you need and you're planning to start viewing properties, get your finances in order. If you can go to a viewing and you've already got your agreement in principle and you'll have the house that you're out seeing and you can put an offer in there and then, you're in a position of power because then you're putting the decision-making onto the seller. Do they want to sell it to you? You've come in, you've been quick, you've seen it, you've liked it, and you put that offer in. So being in that position is great. You don't want to be waiting, so you don't want to be going out to view somewhere and then say it's a night time viewing, you then need to try and arrange your agreement in principle the next day. And it might take a day or two, depending on the, the situation or who it is that you're using. It might take a while. And by the time that you've done that, that house could be gone. So be prepared. Get your agreement in principle early. Think about opening up your lifetime ISA. And if you're renting from a family member or a landlord, you've got the option to buy a, a discount. I hope you found these hints and tips useful. And I'll be answering more of your questions in the next few episodes. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you find this useful. And if you want your questions answered, pop over to our Facebook page at Scottish Mortgage Podcast and ping us a message.